Welcome to the North Boroughs Beat, the podcast that features the people, the businesses, and events of Pittsburgh's North Boroughs. This episode is the second in a two-part series showcasing the spring musicals of Avonworth and Northgate High Schools. Today is April 27th, and we are up at Northgate High School to discuss their musical, Your Good Man, Charlie Brown. My name is Judy Pastor, and I'm your host. We're usually at the Soundcastle Studio in Bellevue, but we are recording this at the end of rehearsal up here at the high school, which is a great way to include more cast members in the episode. So please forgive the sound quality, but enjoy the content. And on with the show. Like many of us of a certain age, I grew up with the Peanuts gang and love the story of Charlie Brown. Charles Schulz created the Peanuts comic strip in the late 1940s and continued to draw it until the year 2000. Now, the year 2000 was before today's Northgate students were even born. But despite this, the musical Your Good Man Charlie Brown still resonates and is the perfect musical to wrap up this very challenging school year. Today, we're talking with Karen Clicker, director of the Northgate musical. She is accompanied by several Northgate students who are cast members. So let's do some introductions. Karen, please tell us about your multiple roles here at Northgate. Hi Judy, thank you for having us. Um, we really enjoyed the segment you did with Avonworth and we're happy to be able to share our story with your audience. Um, I just recently retired from teaching fourth grade science and social studies at Avalon Elementary School. Uh, I taught fourth and fifth grade most of the time and I finished up 19 years there, but they were kind enough to let me stay on <laughs> and be the musical director here at the high school, which is something that this will be my 18th show. Wow. But I started, um, I'd started doing theater scenery when I was a student at Grove City College. Mm -hmm. And when I came, um, I've answered an ad in the local newspaper and they needed somebody to do their sets for the Northgate High School. And that was 26 years ago and I've been here every year since. <laughs> that's great. Wow, that's, that's wonderful. So let's go to the students. Uh, please tell us who you are, your year in school, what you're doing in the musical and if you've done any other musicals. Yes, I am Gage Watson. I am a senior at Northgate High School I've been involved with Northgate's musicals and drama. I've been involved with Northgate's musical and dramas for ever since fourth grade. And this year, I am playing Charlie Brown. Great. And have you been in musicals before at Northgate? Yes, I have. I've been in multiple, well, multiple ones. I believe this is my sixth or seventh one. And this will be the third time I am a lead role. Wow. The other two of which, I was Grandpa Joe in Willy Wonka Kids, mm -hmm. and I was Lieutenant Frank Chaffee in the musical Curtains. Oh, how fun. Wow, great. And on to you. I'm Luke Hilliard. I'm in 10th grade, and I'll be playing the role of Schroeder. And I've been in the Northgate musical since 4th grade, both in cast and in tech crew. And um, I perform at Comptra Theater, and uh, I performed at Assumption Theater Guild. Great. And a change. Uh, my name is Anna Jean. Uh, I'm in the ensemble for this show, and I play Violet, who is a member of the Peanuts Gang. 
I'm in ninth grade, and I actually haven't been doing musical nearly as long as these other people have. I did my first show in sixth grade. I got to play Cruella DeVille for half the shows for half the show, <laughs> act two, in 101 Dalmatians. And then I also did Tech Crew, not Tech Crew, Stage Crew, for both of my middle school years. Wow. Um, so I haven't been going for too terribly long, but I really enjoy it. Great. Thank you. Okay, Karen, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the history of your good man, Charlie Brown, and why you picked it for this year's musical? Well, I think it just has such a positive message and that it appeals to adults as well as children. It, um, this, it began in the 60s and was a Tony Award-winning show, and then it was revived in the 1990s and um, the, one of the big headliners then was Kristen Chenoweth, which wow. I think a lot of your listeners would be mm -hmm. familiar with her. And it started out as basically a bunch of really great songs of many different genres connected with short comedic um, intervals featuring the different members of the Charlie Brown gang. Neat. Well, and I did read in the Wikipedia where uh, Radar O'Reilly from MASH was the very first Charlie Brown. That's cool. <laughs> That's neat. It's a fun show. Wow. Well, given the COVID restrictions, Northgate is taking a very unique approach to the actual performance. Could you tell us about that? Yes. We uh, really wanted to have a show, especially for our seniors. Dr. Johns um, was very much in favor of let's do as much as we can for our students in spite of all the mm. restrictions. Let's, we want to be safe, but let's see what we can do for our students. So she and I actually began to talk at the, um, in December and decided let's wait till January. Meanwhile, I had discovered that um, the Civic Light Opera began in 1946 at the Pitt Football Stadium. They began outdoors, and I said, that's it. We need to go outdoors. <laughs> that's a great uh, idea. We wanted to do the, use the football field. Uh, it had just, it's just been reworked um, and a lot of investment, and they were worried mm -hmm. about the kind of use we would give it with 200 people on the field every night. And that ended up being a really, really good decision because we are going to be right here up at the high school. I applied to use to rent the showmobile. The showmobile is a mobile stage that is owned by Allegheny County Department of Parks. Some of you may people may have seen it mm -hmm. at different events and fairs and things. Uh, and it will be right up here in the parking lot of Northgate across from the main entrance. We have socially distanced seating in folding chairs on the concrete patio and then festival seating in the lawn where you bring your own chair and or a blanket. So perfect for families with young children or if you just, you know, you, we are selling those seats as pods. You can, uh, um, you can order your tickets for a specific pod. So I think it's going to be quite an adventure. <laughs> we're just hoping that the weather goes with us because I have contingency plans if we're rained out for the tech rehearsals. What if, if we're rained out for a show, that's a little easier. Mm -hmm. But we are limited in many ways because our auditorium is right now, there is no stage. It is a warehouse for all of the desks that were taken out I can see for that. social distancing. <laughs> uh, so we are rehearsing on the little space in the front of the auditorium outlined with blue tape. 
and um, a space designated for the stairs, but the showmobile is actually elevated by four feet, and we will have to practice going up and down stairs. You don't have any um, masking legs, no teasers, no drops, no flies, none of that. So I am so proud of these students because they have really worked hard to hone the craft of acting and storytelling because there are very few set pieces, very simple lighting, and a very rich, many-layered story of life and families and with friends. Yeah, that's really great. Boy, that even adds to the story of this crazy school year that, uh, you know, we'll remember this forever. And it is a lovely setting out here. I had never been to this side of Northgate before, but I think that's going to be perfect. So I'm really excited to well, attend you. the uh, We're, we're the looking forward to it. Show. I'm not sure how it's, you know, it's, it's all going to fall in place somehow. We have a, ter a tremendous team of parent volunteers and community volunteers and alumni volunteers. Mm -hmm. Oh, and wow. <laughs> typically they work more with sets and scenery, but we're not doing that much in sets and scenery this year. So they will be helping us with setup and striking or taking down everything because everything will have to be put up and taken down every night of tech rehearsal and for all the shows. So that'll be a challenge. <laughs> uh, we have our orchestra director. She's going to be conducting more of a jazz combo kind of pit, uh, <laughs> Jessica Haberman, and mm -hmm. she's uh, stepped in. We were having trouble with finding a vocal director, and she has, is going to make this seamless mm -hmm. in the transition that she's working on vocals. I have a Northgate alumni coming back who is our choreographer, Kate Laurie. We have wow. a team of construction people, some of them who have been with me all 18 years that I've been directing. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's really dedication, and it shows what a strong program that Northgate has in the musical, so I applaud you for that. Thank you. We've tried to reach out and reach a lot of different audiences, mm -hmm. and because of my orientation as an elementary teacher, we typic I typically tend to the younger set, mm -hmm. and we developed an elementary drama program that's gone on for 12 mm -hmm. years. Wow. We've incorporated students in our high school productions. We've reached out to special populations with different challenges and needs, mm -hmm. and including having American Sign Language interpreters for some of our performances. That's great. So, you know, some of those pieces will be missing, but we have the heart of it, a, a great story to be told by great kids. Wow. And so tell us a little bit more. We've met a couple people from the cast and crew. Could you tell us a little bit more how many people are in the cast and crew? Yes. We have um, five seniors, and the show has six leads. So Luke is one of our underclassmen who has, is playing the role of Schroeder. So we have those six leads. And the, one of the good things about this story is it has the option to add an ensemble. And we have an ensemble of five. So normally a cast of 11 would be totally unacceptable for a high school musical. <laughs> but when you have to social distance on a stage that's only 14 feet deep and 36 feet long, it's perfect. We can all fit up there and be distanced from one another. Uh, we have... Us, our tech crews go down to seventh grade, and oh wow! So we have um, seventh graders that are doing tech crews, as well as our scenic arts seventh, eighth, ninth graders. Um, Anna Jean, this is her first year to be able to be part of the show, so I really wanted to have an ensemble so that we have a core of students that can come back next year and keep our culture of musical theater alive. 
Well, sounds like you're on the right track, most definitely. So, yes. Uh, please tell us about your character and uh, what do you have in common or don't have in common with your character? Okay, so Charlie Brown is the main character of You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. And in the show, he's supposed to be just an utter failure, a loser, just someone that you wouldn't expect to succeed in life just because, you know, he's bad at sports, he is not so good at social interactions, and he has very, like, anxious thoughts that always goes on, but he always somehow, like, has come, has these interests that he has, like with football, flying kites, playing with friends, and the little things in life that he just loves doing them even though he may say, it's like, ah, oh, I'll never get good at this, or ah, oh, well, people don't like me, he still doesn't. And this perseverance is what really made Charlie Brown stand out for for decades, is that um, they, you have this guy who's just, who's just so humble, and he is simply just a, a guy who's just trying to trying to live his life and just make sense of everything, even though he's not the brightest guy, he's not the most successful, he's still there. And, like, when I was in elementary school, I definitely related to him hardcore, because I was very much like that back, uh, back, back in the day, but uh, where it's like, like, not so confident to myself, not so, like, socially interactive, but with, like, over the years of doing musical, it helped me become a little more grounded in myself and also like helping other people like do, do a show well and the fact that I am playing Charlie Brown right now is a huge honor and I am very excited to see how um, like my approach on it and just like how my life and his life blend together so that way it can deliver this well-rounded dynamic character to the audience just to really see like what's Charlie Brown's mind like, what's, like, how's he just living his life? Because that's what this entire show is about. It's an average day in the life of Charlie Brown. It says that right in the script before he opened the number. And, and you know, it has bits and pieces of his life. Sometimes it seems weird that uh, it takes place one day is in February, one day is in April, and another is in another day. But the point of that is that it's just a glimpse of seeing, like, what he's going through. He's, he's got some highs, he's got some lows, and we get to experience that just throughout the duration of the show. Oh, that's great. It's really perfect for this time, too. Oh. So, Luke, what, what about Schroeder? Uh, so, Schroeder loves music. He loves Beethoven. And so, uh, he plays the piano, and I also am learning to play piano. And we both love and appreciate music, and we want to spread that passion. And uh, he has one number where he just wants to tell everybody that it's Beethoven's birthday. And so he's so excited, and then, um, but he's also very down to earth and very uh, practical and realistic. And but he's also very friendly. So I feel like that kind of uh, shows me he's a little more introverted than I am. He likes to keep to himself and just um, stay to himself. But he'll give people advice when they need it, and um, he's just a nice person. Great. Well. And I can see why Lucy has a crush yes. on him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anna Jean, what about the character you play and um, being in the ensemble? Okay, so I play Violet. Oh, closer. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so 
I play Violet, who is just in the ensemble, and she's not a very well-known character. Um, she's kind of just, she's in the first few comics, she's in a Charlie Brown Christmas, but we don't see much of her, but what we do see of her is that she's like, she's very much, like, she's kind of the, the if they were in high school, she would be like that popular girl. Mm. I think a lot of people know what I'm talking about there. Mm. And honestly, um, she's really mean, and I, I would like to think that that is a character stretch for me. <laughs> um, I, I don't think I have a whole lot in common with Violet, actually. But it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so do you think Violet would be good in the pandemic? If we have a pandemic, uh, you're a good time. I don't you're know. Good name, Charlie Brown. We see her throw a lot of parties. Like oh. that's her big shtick is mm -hmm. she throws really good parties and never invites Charlie Brown to them. <laughs> she. Aww. I think she'd be good about wearing a mask. She'd buy a mask to match every single one of her outfits and make it a fashion statement. But she would not social distance very well, I don't think. Okay. She would still throw her parties. Okay. <laughs> and Anna Jean, never say just the ensemble. Without the ensemble, there is no musical. So that's the true. ensemble gives the show so much energy and life. So it's really important. And that's why I was, I'm, you have the option that you're allowed to add an ensemble. Not all shows have that option that you could add or take anything away. But Charlie Brown's been made so that high schools can make it doable. And so I'm so glad you're in the ensemble, Energy. Oh, it was a misspeak. Being in the ensemble is great. Okay. That's great. And I want to ask Gage, because he's a senior, um, yes. what are your plans after graduation and do you think you'll continue in the theater? So. I'm going. I'm going to attend Washington and Jefferson College in August, and I want to major in environmental science and sustainability. I don't. I don't want to do theater as like a career. I don't. Want to, I don't see myself in Broadway, but I do want to keep that. Keep that hobby and extracurricular alive. And they do have a way for students to do theater. It's at one of their facilities, the Olin Fine Arts Center. They have. Um, they have a bunch of different activities that students can do, whether or not you're a music major or an art major or whatever regarding the fine arts. And their, their W&J theatrical company is pretty much though we just doing shows sort of like what Northgate does in, in May, even though they're not necessarily known for the, um, the theater sides as well as other colleges around Pennsylvania, but it's from what I've looked into it, it, it seems like it would be good for me to still engage with that mm -hmm. and um, they have they have other stuff too like they have an acapella group that I could like go in and improv just there's ways that I can continue to expand my medium because you know musical has been a huge part of my life I don't I don't want to simply just end it here mm -hmm. but even though whatever direction life takes me I, I, I think finding a way to still be involved is mm -hmm. definitely is definitely something that I want to continue to well, congratulations on going to WJ. It's a great school. Yes, thank you. Okay, Karen, can you give us some details? How can people, now that people have heard about this show, how can people get tickets to see it? Tickets will go on sale to the public on May 1st, and the website is 
N-G-A-T-E, N-G-A-T-E dot booktix, B-O-O-K-T-I-X dot com. And that will uh, take you to our seating map where you can choose seats that are uh, the folding chairs in rows or the picnic blanket and bring your own chair. And we have taken advantage of the streaming option also. And uh, part of that we did because of our weather uncertainty. We have a bad weather uh, makeup date on Sunday the 16th. Our regular shows, I should tell the regular shows before. Um, our regular shows are Thursday, May 13th, Friday, May 14th, Saturday, May 15th, with an 8 p.m. curtain so that we uh, can get some lighting effects and because at 8 o'clock it'll still be twilight. We won't be at sunset yet. But that's another one of the challenges, but we're looking forward to that and working around that. Um, our scheduled streams are on Sunday, May 16th at 3 p.m., 5 p.m., and 7 p.m. So you have to make a commitment and choose one of those times. We offered those times because I'm sure families with young children will enjoy the show and give them some flexibility. And then we wanted to make sure that anyone who maybe had plans for that weekend and couldn't come to see the show or couldn't watch it on live stream, we're live streaming it again on Saturday, May 22nd at 3 p.m., 5 p.m., and 7 p.m. Wow, smart. The streaming tickets are $15, same mm -hmm. price as the adult tickets. Mm -hmm. And uh, student tickets are $5. Okay, great. And we'll put the website in the show notes for this episode. So, you know, hopefully you'll be able to get them. So I, Anything I else just wanted to do a shout out. Um, I have to say it was so good to hear Frau's voice on the Avonworth um, a podcast. Uh, people in theater work together a lot. We um, are colleagues. We're not necessarily social friends, but it was so good to hear her voice. We never know where we'll run into each other, downtown at the CLO, or at Twilight Night when we're doing a charity event, or at the Point Park University um, costume store, storage house. Uh, Deb and I run into each other a lot, and we have had um, a great relationship with the theater at the two schools, and And I can tell from, she feels the same way from last week's well, podcast. Yes. And there have been years where our shows are just like this year, the same weekend. Mm -hmm. And we, I've had in past years where my students said, I really wanted to see Avonworth's show, but we're rehearsing. And I call Frau, and she would let our students come to their after-school rehearsal. Our rehearsal was in, oh, wow. in the evening, mm -hmm. and so she let me bring a group of kids up there to watch them rehearse, which is above and beyond generous, and so we always appreciate that. And I invite all the Avonworth cast to come and see our show, and we will be sure to catch your live stream. The show War Paint sounds amazing. Always yes. very cutting edge and something new and exciting. <laughs> yeah. So we're looking forward to that. Fantastic. But I, I have to give one more Avonworth shout out. Okay. It's a short story. First, my costume um, 
mistress, the volunteer who does all of our costumes, who's done them for 17 of my 18 shows. Barbara Sue is an Avonworth grad. Oh, wow. So I have to do a shout out. And Barb and Jack have, her husband, have worked on our shows for 17 years. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, because in, in addition to doing this show in a short bit of time and, getting, and having the trust of the district and the parents, my staff looked at me and said, you what? You want us to teach a show, learn a show, build sets and do costumes in less than six weeks. And they went along with me because they love theater for these kids and one of these students had that opportunity. And so we call it, you get on Mrs. Clicker's crazy train, crazy is what they can. Yes. So we are on the crazy train all time. But this started for our family 50 years ago. And I say for our family because I think all of us our families are very, we would not do this without the love and support of our family. I would not be able to do this without my husband. And 50 years ago, on May 8th, he took me on our first date to go see little Abner at Avonworth. So there, there is a special place in Avonworth musicals. It, it's just part of our family story. That was our first date. And so May 8th this year, it'll be 50 years since our first date. <laughs> and to make it even stranger, I was in the ensemble for Little Abner 50 really? years ago. Oh my yes. word. So we saw each other all that time and we never knew in our past yeah, crossed again. The North Boroughs is very small. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, that's funny. I never knew that. Oh, gee. And when I became a director in 2004, my very first show that I directed was Little Al. Oh, it's a great show. We even had a live pig. You oh, have to have a pig. Wow. Well, this has really been great. Uh, I really am enjoying talking with you all. And we probably can make it longer, but uh, I guess it's probably time for you all. You've had a very long day. So that's the well, show. We're rehearsing until 8, so we need oh, to go back. Wow. Okay. <laughs> or we will get glares when we come in. <laughs> okay, well, that's the show. Please support Northgate and Avonworth by buying tickets for the musicals. Ticket sales support next year's musicals. I'll put the information for both in the show notes. And I want to add that the Avonworth musical episode has gotten downloads from across the country and even across the pond. The nice thing about the streaming is that you don't need to be in Pittsburgh to enjoy either Warpaint or your Good Man Charlie Brown. Yes, our listener in London and our many listeners across the country and in California can enjoy a bit of the North Boroughs right from the comfort of their current home. So, anyway, thank I want to thank, thank you. Thank you for having us. Oh, thank I've you. really enjoyed it. This is, yeah. I really can't wait for this production. It's going to be a lot of fun. It will be fun. Yes. <laughs> thank you. That's a good word. A quick thank you to Mark Sheruto for putting together all of the different sound bites for this episode. We're going to go out with music from Avonworth's War Paint and Northgate's You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. Enjoy, and we will talk to you on the next episode of the North Boroughs Beat. Even so